Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee Dan. Talk about the wrong stuff. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan from RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming at you live and in living color from the Faulkner County Library. Yeah, they were nice enough to let me use the room so I can do a podcast. Today on the program, we have Rachel Hartley Hardister from Leanne's Fine Jewelry in Conway, Arkansas and Russellville, Arkansas. So, I'm so excited. I know a little bit about Rachel. She's very nice. She's always smiley whenever I go into Leanne's Fine Jewelry, which is often. And it's uh, it's always a good time to see her and all the gals from Leanne's Fine Jewelry. I want to know more. Let's see what her story is. Let's get into it. Rachel Hartley Hardister. Yeah, you know, a lot of people don't know that the library is open on (laughs) Sunday. Rachel Hartley Hardest Show. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming out and visiting with me a little early. Oh, you're welcome. No problem. (laughs) Close to you. Oh, I know. (laughs) So you're on the program. What makes you famous? What makes me famous? Um, Tell your story, tell your life story. Oh, gosh. Let uh, the people know. Oh, well. <laughs> um, I mean, my you know, biggest thing is that I own two jewelry stores now. Yeah. Um, my mom, Leanne Hartley, started back in 1995. Sure enough. So, uh, started there with humble beginnings of nothing. Right. Worked our tails off and, you well, know. Before we get into that, yeah. uh, let's go back to the nothing. Yes. Uh, where Where did you start? Where, where were you born? I was born in Macomb, Illinois. When? Uh, 1972. 1972. She's a whippersnapper in comparison to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I got about three years on her. <laughs> oh, so then we uh, moved to Arkansas after my grandparents migrated down here from Il- Illinois. Illinois to uh-huh. Arkansas. Yep. And when was this? How old were you then? I was 11. Okay, so you have memories of Illinois. Cold. (laughs) Cold and cold. (laughs) Gotcha. All right. And did you have a a lot of friends in Illinois when you were? Uh, Not too many. Um, We, me and my little brother, we raced BMX bikes. So we did that on the weekends. See, now that's something cool. Yeah. What's a BMX bike for the people that don't know? Uh. Bicycle motocross, you know, the dirt tracks and you go out there and put your helmets and your racing suits on. and. So it looks like a motorcycle, but with no engine, maybe? Yeah, like a bicycle. It's a bicycle. Bicycle. All right. Yeah. BMX. So, yeah. So we um, we did that for a couple of years. Then we moved to Arkansas. My dad and mom opened a bicycle shop. Bicycle shop. Where, where in Arkansas? In Russellville on 4th Street. All D- right. DNL Bicycles for David and Leanne. And Very good. So then we uh, continued to race BMX bikes, and I, after moving here, I got number one girl in Arkansas. So you're the number one girl yeah, in Arkansas. Was for that year. I don't know. Okay, what year that so was. this is about twelve, thirteen years yeah, old. Yeah. And so this would drive yet. This so. would put it at at what eighty six, yeah. maybe. 
84. 84? Yeah, somewhere in there. So, okay. So, we uh, we did that for a few years. And then after, you know, a couple of years and got to drive, you know, didn't want bicycles oh, anymore. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I remember growing up in Fort Lauderdale. I, I was near the Everglades. And I think, well, I had a bike. And then my grandparents bought me an, an ATV. V, a three-wheeler, yes. and I rode that for a while, and then as soon as I turned, I think it was 15, uh-huh. I was able to ride my motorcycle on the street. I said, well, let me just pass this ATV yeah, over to the yeah. over to my little <laughs> brother, and, and I had a motorcycle, and I was roaming free, so I understand the, the car thing. So once you got a car, well, what happened? Oh, gosh, then I went wild. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's how my parents think. Rachel broke free. Yeah. Um. Now I just kind of did my own thing. I, I wasn't into school. Uh, yeah. I graduated high school, barely, by the oh, skin yeah. of my teeth. Me too. And uh, Same. <laughs> yep. And then uh, just started working and actually moved What was out. your first job? <sighs> well, working at the bicycle shop. Was, oh, at the know, bicycle but shop. But my first real job was Tasty Freeze. And so I can like kill an ice cream cone. Yeah. Like, you know, every buffet, everyone's always watching. How, and the cruise ships, oh my sure. gosh, I can do an ice cream cone. Like, you know, nobody's business. And everybody's like, how did you do that? It's all in the wrist. So, what? Yeah, it's you all mean, in the wrist. You mean like, like kill it like down it? No, like I can make the oh, most make awesome a, an ice cream, cream cone. Yes, I get it. Yes, now, yes. Tasty Freeze, where's that at? It was in Russellville. Also in yeah. Russellville. Okay. Yeah. I grew I don't, up in It's Russellville. not there anymore, is it? No, no, okay. it's long gone. Yeah, I grew up in Russellville and then I moved to Conway 11 years ago when okay. I remarried because he, my husband was from Little Rock. So. Very good. So, um, I've had every job you could probably imagine. I worked for Tyson yes. on third shift sanitation. Right. And um, for several years, I've worked at Kmart. I worked at- I did Kmart, 92, did, in, uh, in Key Largo. Oh, okay. Um, that's Russell. Um, I worked at the Wrangler factory in Alabama. I sewed waistbands on. That was not okay. a fun job at also all. Also in Russellville? Where's- no, that in Alabama. Alabama. Okay. All right. I missed the the part with Alabama. I think you were going to start to yeah, tell I, me when you moved to Alabama. Yes. I moved to Alabama when I was like 21, 22. Okay. Um, just my best friend had moved down there. And so I just loaded up my truck <laughs> and told my mom that I was moving and said, see ya. <laughs> well, that's kind of a lateral move from Arkansas to Alabama, yeah. isn't it? It's not like you loaded up the truck and moved. To Beverly. No, no, yeah, I should have went to Beverly Hills here. <laughs> but anyway. So, so Alabama, how was that? Uh it was all right. I lasted a year there. Um and that was Levi's, you said? Or Wrangler. Wrangler. Oh, sorry. Wrangler. Wrong. This Come uh podcast brought to you by Wrangler. <laughs> <laughs> but I lived there for a year and then uh I had met my ex husband and gotten married. Okay. And was got pregnant okay. with my oldest daughter. Hey. And um, came back to visit my parents for Thanksgiving, and yes. mom had just opened her own jewelry store. Ninety-five. Five, you said before, that's yep. right. And uh, she asked if I would stay from Thanksgiving till Christmas to help her out. And I was like, sure, I wasn't working. So I did that, went back home after Christmas. She called immediately and said, would y'all want to move back to Arkansas? And I was like, I guess, you know, so. Yeah. And I've been there 23 years. Now, the the ex, he, he was okay with the move? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was okay. What, what kind of work did he do that he was able to move? He like, he ended up working at Tyson in uh, Russellville. But he it loved seems to like fish. Everyone. So, I mean, Russellville is a great place if you like to fish. Sure so enough. he was good for that. And we were married for seven years. Then he went back home to Alabama. So, hey. All you right. know, all right. everything that's, works out. So. Hey, you, had a, you, you got a little girl out of it, and that's nice. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, she works. Emily works for me at my Conway store. What? Yeah. This is truly a family business going on here. Yeah, uh, it's starting to shape into it. Okay. And it, we're all women, which is, you know, kind of yeah. rare, especially in the jewelry industry. Because when I go to jewelry shows, it's mostly men that are oh, owners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, their grandfathers started it, you know, back after the war. They usually were watchmakers or, you know, they worked on razors. Right. That's how jewelry stores actually began, you know, was with razors and razors. watches. Yes, I don't. I, I don't see the the correlation. With I it. don't what? know either. But if you look at old time jewelry store photos, sure, they always sold razors. Okay, maybe the precision of I, a razor. I don't know. So that and clocks and watches, and then it transpired into jewelry. Yeah, it's but, working with fine tools, yeah. and and yeah, I could see it. Yeah. I, I'd have to look up a little bit more and find out what what yeah. that's all about. But that's you know, there's. I mean, there's. Uh, I mean, there's more women nowadays that own jewelry stores, but. You know, even 20 years ago when I started and I would go to jewelry shows by myself because sure. my mom had to stay and work and, um, you know, I hung out with the guys and I said, I've, I've always had guy roommates. I've had guy best friends, you know, I've just, and so I fit it right in, you know, right. but I said, I've learned a lot from them, but you know, with my daughter being a third generation, I thought, I think that's pretty cool. So that is pretty cool. Uh, now. Okay. 95, yes. you, you move back yes. here. Into Arkansas, uh-huh. and then how do you spend your time? I mean, besides the jewelry store, you, you, you have other interests. Um, well, me and my best friend, uh, don't laugh, Brenda, that works at Leanne's in Russellville. Oh, yeah, very nice lady. She's actually my best friend that I didn't want to hire. We actually didn't hire at first. It was funny because she interviewed, and I said no because I wanted to be able to go do fun stuff with her. And I knew if I hired her, she, you know, right, tough to be the boss yeah. and the yeah. uh, yes. pal. But then she, she applied again, and we actually ended up hiring. She's, a, in fact, she just became the manager at my Conway store. Oh, super. So if you're up in Conway, you might be able to say her, but we actually geocache. What is geocache? We, um, there are little things hidden all over the world. There's millions and millions of them that people have hidden. And they have like logs and some of them are just a little piece of paper in a tube or something. Some of them are ammo boxes that are hidden out in the woods under a tree that have goodies in it that you trade trackables. And it's just, a, it's like a sport, but it's fun. It's something to get you outside, you know, get some well, fresh air. It's like a scavenger hunt? Yeah. And, and do you make maps or? Well, you can do it on an app on your phone, Cashly. Okay. And it's C A, let's see, C A C H L Y, I think. C A C H L Y. But it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's, yeah, it is like a scavenger hunt because you've got to go by your coordinates to try to figure out where it is because right. some of them are like little magnetic things hidden up underneath, you know park bench somewhere so if you ever see anybody that looks like they're lost and going with their phone and they don't know what the heck they're doing right they're geocaching okay so this is not only pokemon go you can geocache yes there is actually millions of things hidden wherever i go in the world i find geocaches so come on this is something i've never heard of yeah Yeah. and then you and brenda just tooling around on your bikes on your dnl bikes uh, or is that that that's not there anymore is it now dnl bikes um (laughs) We have done it on our motorcycles before because we both ride motorcycles. Okay, and, uh, these are more things I don't know about you. This is why I started this podcast. Learn learn about people. Okay, but our not our craziest adventure, but last weekend, um, as part of her Christmas present, I had promised her that there was a donut trail to do in Ohio. And Fat man is interested. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it is 15 donut stores. So we drove last 
Friday, a week ago Friday, we drove to Ohio. Ohio, on bikes? No, on oh, our, in our car. In a yeah. car, okay, yeah, all 13 right. 13-hour drive. Yes. Drove up there, got in about 12.30, got to bed about 1, got up at 5, hit uh, the donut stores, went 15 donut stores, Got because you had to get code words from inside the donut store, yes. and then there was geocaches outside, so we got a free t-shirt and a coin. That Are they hidden in the donuts? No. Do you not, have no. to have the donuts? No, but we bought Did a donut. Did you have the donuts? We, we had a donut. Well, we bought a donut from every donut store but we said we need to find some homeless people because we were like yes. stockpiling donuts oh no no that is one yummy adventure oh, but good, yeah. we were good like, to give those to the I homeless said, i don't know I like how many that. calories we ate that day but it was crazy but it's just something fun that we wanted to do and now we've completed the donut trail drove so. to ohio to go do the donut yeah. trail oh we've hopped on a train and you know i go to antwerp belgium twice a year to buy diamonds okay diamonds in antwerp yes. okay that makes sense which antwerp is the diamond cutting capital of the world so all the fine rough diamonds that are in the world go through antwerp belgium why is that that's where all the best diamond cutters are because most diamonds are still hand cut there are they're small what we call milli is you know like under 20 points each are cut with lasers but anything bigger than that is still hand done like on a lap you know with a diamond wheel and they do it you know, a million times doing this, look at it under a microscope, you know, cut each facet because each, you know, each diamond has 57 facets. So 57 facets, they have to do exactly right to make sure the angles come out right. So the brilliance and the light will return to the eyes. So why is the picture of Hasidic Jews just, uh-huh. you know, grinding on these diamonds? <laughs> is that, that always the image in my head well, when you hear of a jewelry store? Yeah, there are a lot of those Jews over there that is the, I don't know if it was my first trip or something. Eh, maybe first or second trip, I was over there by myself, walking down the street. You sure. know, and everybody rides bicycles there. I mean, okay. there are cars, but I mean, way more bicycles than cars. Big city, yes. like like New York type city. I could see yeah, riding bikes yeah. all over and, the place. Uh, you know, the Jew guys would be riding their bikes with their <laughs> the little Jew curls. guys. I like that. <laughs> I forget which. Anyway, and, you know, with their <laughs> little curls, yes. and their little curls down. You know, yeah. riding their bike with on their cell phone. Of course, yeah. And I was like, that does not look right. I mean, no. it just, you know, it was just like both worlds had collided to me. You know, it was just. It, I, it was, I think was, now with the Bluetooth, you probably won't see a lot of guys <laughs> holding their heads right, up. To, right, right. You know, well, this was uh, 20, almost 20 years ago. Blah, 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 blah. blah yeah, blah, we blah, already yeah, know yeah. how old we yeah, are. Yeah, Dude. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but yes, the geocaching, we have so much fun. We've That's what I was saying. Me and Brenda had hopped on a train, crossed the border into the Netherlands, to find a geocache by ourselves, which I've done the trains before by myself. You know, it's fine. But So Antwerp, Belgium. Belgium. And, and okay, Netherlands. Yes. I, I know geography. I know where the Netherlands are. Uh-huh. I don't know what the Netherlands are. What are Amsterdam. the Netherlands? Amsterdam. Tulips. You know, the little clog shoes. <laughs> okay. You, you know, but um, yes, I've been to Amsterdam. Not, not necessarily times. smoking. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of that going on. There's a lot of that. Yeah. Okay. I've yeah. heard that in the yeah. streets. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, I've been there four times, I think, to Amsterdam. Sure. And um, I've been on the family tour and I've been on the other tours. So Okay. Um, Which one's the better adventure, the more fun adventure in your opinion? Oh, well, the red light district is, I mean, I had never seen anything like that in my right. life. Right, okay. right. I mean, but prostitution is legal. Absolutely, yeah. Well, I didn't realize that they do the alleys, they're kind of segregated. That mm-hmm. like all the white women would be one down one alley. The black women, the Asian women, the I mean they 
like you could, it was almost like shopping. It's set up like a grocery store. It is. And I blew my mind because I had no idea. And then like, you know, the front streets were all the pretty girls and, you know, sure. I'm sure that's the high rent district, you know, where everybody's walking through and just looking, you know, and then you would go down these alleys and they get narrower and narrower Whoa. and narrower. And then it was like kind of sketchy in the back, you know, <laughs> but they, all the doors, they had windows, you know, and they would try to entice you to come over there and talk. And then right. if they were um, working, sure, there'd be a red light above the door. Yeah, it sounds adventurous. Door. Yes, so. I'm from the, the Keys, and I know Key West. There's a a, a strip, and then right. there's the one side that's very touristy, and the other side you don't want to go there. Right, right. But then I know in, in Vegas it's legal as well. But I don't think I ever had that exposure because yeah. when I was a kid, 16, I really didn't do much except go to Circus Circus and right. and and I didn't. But I know that it's there. Right. So uh, continue. You're on. You're in this narrow. Yeah, alley. It was just once you get back to the, you know, where you're bumping shoulders with people to get down the alley, I was like, okay, I've seen, you know, I've seen enough. I'm good. Yeah. Um, you know, we've any geocache down there? Uh, not in the red light district, <laughs> but in other parts of Amsterdam, yes. But, um, you know, me and my husband have been there before and we've taken in shows and stuff. Which, Super. Um, they're not shows that you see around here but okay um, something All right. different but uh hey i'm an adult i, yeah. I, I, I my eyes are open <laughs> to, but, to new experiences i mean you know i love going to belgium because we are part of a buying group and so i have friends that we get to see twice a year that sure. the shows too and that and now we've started doing side adventures where we'll go to different places after belgium right so like this year in october we're gonna go to abiza Abiza. Uh-huh. How they Abiza. You got to put the T-H oh. in there. I, I think that was only, now that I've, what I've heard is the reason that there's that T-H is because yep. there was a monarch that had a lisp. Oh. <laughs> and then ever since that monarch had the lisp, yeah. hey, the king says it that way, we have to say Ibiza. Ibiza. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I, for now, I said, I'm from the South. I say things really wrong anyways. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I'm from way down South, yeah. Miami. So, but we've, we've done some great adventures that, you know, we've been to Barcelona and Portugal and Croatia and Switzerland, went to Switzerland last year and Ireland and what? Yeah. So well-traveled. I, I I do like to travel. That's what my husband uh, gets on to me a lot that I have to me trips planned, but no, no, that's what the money's there for. You know, spend your kids inheritance when you're in Europe. And then, like, say we go to Belgium, and to fly to Croatia was like $89. Come on. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, you're out a few couple hundred bucks, and then you got to do your hotel and some food, and you get to see a whole other country, and I get another geocache for a different country. Yes. <laughs> now, I've heard there's, you could take trains pretty much oh, everywhere in yeah. Europe. Yeah. The whole European Union there. Yeah. we. I've been on many trains that we've gone to for day trips to Paris or, you know, London or wherever you know Bruges. best place to go best place to adventure go? in one of those places oh well i mean my favorite place so far in the world has been barcelona barcelona yes. another one with the th thing yeah. <laughs> so after we go to ibiza you're gonna have to fly back through barcelona so we're gonna get a group of us to stay two nights in barcelona and hang out and okay just long layover yeah exactly so you know go eat dinner together and we um we i learned how to ride segways have you ever done that? 
a Segway. What is a Segway? You know, I think like, I've heard of one. Like with the handlebar thing, but just the two round wheels that you got to balance and you pull your weight back and forth. And Okay, Paul see- Blart security guard. Yes. That, that's where yes, I'm at. Yes, yes. So learned how to do it in Antwerp, which I was scared to death. And Brenda was with me at that sure. trip. And she was like, oh, I can't do it. I'm like, yes, you can. And so sure. we, I said, if you can't do it, we'll stop. You know, we'll go do something else. She got up there and loved it. She wanted to keep doing it after two hours. I was like, my legs are about to die. But anyway, so we did that through Barcelona. Me so it's hard, hard on your legs then. You after have to kind of bend your legs. Because nah. I've seen the kids on the hoverboards and that's like a segue without handles. Yes. Well, I mean, it's good. It's just, you know, using your body to balance and sure. go and, and just after. And you're nervous. I mean, I was. And right. Antwerp is like all cobblestone streets. And, oh, you know, it's hard to navigate. Yeah. And so it was a little nerve wracking at first, but loved it. I mean, I said, I, I can't wait to go segue wherever we go. Because right. I mean, that was the best way to see the town in two hours. Because you can go on the bike paths. Sure. So you don't have to get in the traffic. So it's the new moped. Yep. And nobody's on mopeds. They're on segways now. Yep. Except for in uh, Barcelona, our little tour guide guy uh, bit the dust and his Segway went out in the middle of traffic. Oh, blew. no. Yeah, he was fine. Like bit the dust. Oh, yeah, okay. he fell off. Thanks of for he, telling me he was yeah, fine. I yeah, appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, he was fine. He just got a little scrape on his arm, but he like hit a curb wrong or something. But oh. I said, okay, let's slow it down a little bit because, I mean, he, we were cooking it through there. And so, anyway, it, it was fun. But I... I like segways. I mean, that's something different to do when you go to a new city. Because like in Keys, um, we went there and rented one of those little, what are they like? Like a golf cart, but, you you know. uh, Okay, a golf cart. We'll go with golf cart. Electric, but they held like eight people. Okay. You know, big one, I guess. But, you know, those are fun. We tootled all over and Key West, I guess, is where we're Oh, yeah. Key West, Duval. That's my house, man. Well, I'm from Key Largo. That's where Keys Dan came from. All right. But, uh, okay, this portion of the podcast brought to you by Segway <laughs> and uh, the Florida Keys the tourists. Okay, there you go. There you go. <laughs> anyway, so that's pretty much, I mean, I like to travel. I like to go geocaching. So geocaching goes with traveling because it keeps up all your stats. You know, you got to like, I have 42 states out of the United States. Sure. And so I've only got a few more to go. Now, okay, geocaching. You say there are hidden yes. things everywhere. Do you yes. get to keep those hidden no, things? No, no, no. Well, oh, so what is, oh, it's just cataloging? You sign your name and the date so that the owner of the cache can actually check if they want to to make sure you found it. Yes. sometimes they're hidden very well. Sometimes they're just, you know, in plain sight, but you can, you know, see what it is. Um, we have a lot of them that are called skirt lifter ones. That Okay. That Intrigued. Those, those are like the ones in the Walmart parking lots that on the lamp, you know, the the lights, you lift the little skirt up and it's up underneath there. It's a Come skirt on. lifter. So right there at the, Almost in the parking every lot. every Walmart, there's... Walmart. Anybody can see. Yeah, they can see you, but that's what we call them moogles, you know, people that watch us. So we have to try to be careful and to make sure nobody's watching us. So they don't like come over and spoil it and take it or something. Right. Because okay. then the next person, you know, can't log it that they found it. So so that does happen. There is some thievery in oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There, and, you know, I've found one. What kind of, of trinkets are there? Oh, people just put little, I don't know, keychains. And, you know, I put European money, like okay. the change, you know. And, and do, you, do you add to the? Yeah, you can put, okay. drop stuff in there, and then there's trackables that have numbers on them, like like we buy them, and then we drop them, and then you can it has a little number on there, and then every time somebody logs it wherever it goes, they can do a mission for it, like they want to go to London, or, you know, like me and Brenda did race cars, so we were trying to race to see how many miles our cars got, or, you know, oh. so, 
Anyway, but I mean, it's something fun to do that, you know, it's free to do it. I mean, gas. Oh, yeah. Kids. I mean, it's something to get them outside instead of inside playing video games all the time. But that's what started it was I tried to get my girls doing it. Sure enough. Yeah, they could care less about that. Okay. Mom was all into it. So (laughs) 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 So now me and Brenda, we're not, we're a little competitive, but, um, you know, she... She has more quantity than I do because right. she goes. She has more time and goes and does more geocaching than I do. But I do like more countries. So yeah. uh, <laughs> she got you there, Brenda. Yeah, so <laughs> she's catching up though. So like when we go on cruises together, wherever we always have to go get geocache each port that we go to. Sure and, enough. Yeah, you know, we went on Alaskan cruise, so we had to get Alaska because you know. Yeah. yeah so we <laughs> plan trips on like which countries we haven't been to. That's great. <laughs> And, and okay, so all right, you're geocaching, yes. you're you're jet setting, you're yes. getting those segways all yeah. over the world. Um, okay, after all right, so adventures with with Brenda. Yes. Um, where do we go from here? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Okay, so the ninety ninety five. Yes. You you move here. Yeah. You're you're in the family business. Yes. Uh, when do you get you get remarried again? I did uh, eleven years ago. Rick Hardister. Hey, Mazel Tov. Yeah. Um. I mean, he was from Little Rock. We met on Match. dot com. Hey, yeah. this portion of the podcast brought to you by Match. dot com. <laughs> so it does work. It does work. Yeah. And then he has a daughter, Taylor, that um she lives with us and has since we got married. Cool. She's graduating high Conway High School this year. So Woo-hoo. yay! She's gonna go to UCA. All right. right. That's great. So I'm excited for her that her little life adventure is, you know, getting ready to start. So I'm excited for you. Uh, uh, So, all right. Uh, Now, is he part of, he's part of the family business as well? No, no. he he works for a gas pipeline company. Pretty lucrative here in Arkansas, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) So he, he stays busy with that. But now he does go to like all the jewelry shows with me because we usually go to three to five jewelry shows a year yeah and so he does help you know so pick out stuff where are the jewelry stores at uh, shows at um well i'm in two different buying groups they each have two shows a year and they're at different locations each show so not just the antwerp ones that you do twice a year no that's a diamond buying trip. okay there's that just five goes, other ones yep so then there's jewelry buying shows okay and seminars like i go and learn new stuff and like this morning i was doing a memory lesson thing that i bought at this last show that he was teaching you how to remember people's names that's cool and i'm horrible at that so i no no i yeah. definitely remember faces but yeah i don't remember your yeah. name so he's teaching uh, so i'm learning you know how to do that which it did work at the show but um we go all over the united states for i mean the i was trying to remember where was last show oh phoenix uh in february and then in january the other buying show was in nashville so you just never know. I mean, they change up the location every show. So you get to go somewhere new, Colorado, California, New York, wherever, you know. Do you beat up with the same people all the time? Yeah. I mean, I I make new friends, but yeah, in the buying groups, there's yeah. usually the same group of people that well, you don't have to hang. say it like that. Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> it's I said, a good group of friends oh, that, yeah, you, that yeah. you visit and you can go out to dinner and oh, yeah, have, some, yep. have some fun after the show. Yep, absolutely. And that's what I said. It's funny because in one of my buying groups, you know, there's 650 stores in it. But we always end up at the same circles of people that it's just, that's just how it goes. You know, even uh-huh. though, uh, there's tons of people that I don't know, but I try to meet new people all the time. And I, um, 
I said, I try to take out new people to dinner because sure. I learn stuff from them. That Absolutely. Saves me money or makes me money or, yeah. you know, so I, I'm always trying to learn. And, um, in fact, I just signed up. I don't know why, but, um, through the small business association, there's a, they said it's like the equivalent of a master's degree in business in seven months. Hey, do it. So I am. It was free because they were paying for it. So I was like, they wanted business owners that, you know, certain things. And so I said, okay, I'm going to do that. Maybe I'll learn to be a better business person. So Right, right. But that's why I love going to the shows and just talking to people. And I get to learn so much from everybody. And I said, that's what's helped me grow my business is just sharing. And yes. so I try to help return the favor to the young ones, you know, kids when I was like I was when I joined and um you know help them along how people help me so yeah definitely pay, pay it forward it yep. yeah yep exactly that's so, the way to go so love going to the jewelry shows and uh get to travel all over and you know like we said do with our friends and like in Phoenix we rented a a Maserati what <laughs> I like Maseratis. So I can just rent them for much cheaper than mine ones. See? Oh, absolutely. And so we like drove to Sedona you know, sure. for the day. And I mean, yeah. it's fun. So. Well, so Sedona, where's that? In uh, Arizona. Ah, I don't know geography. Yeah. All right. Yeah, sorry, Sedona. Outside of is that in the Painted Desert? In that, that area? Yeah, it's like everything's red. And we just went up and had lunch. And I'm sure I've been through there because I know I took I-10 all the way west from, from Florida. Uh-huh. And I, I went through Florida Arizona. Phoenix. Yeah. Was it Phoenix? Hmm. Might have been further south than that. Oh, okay. But yeah, certainly. I don't know my geography. Great. I'm, I learned from having to, you know, do the coordinates for our geocaching. That's what me and Brenda were, um, was that geographically challenged or something? Yeah. <laughs> we're like, we'll sit there and we'll go, okay, it's, you know, 300 feet this way. And then we'll go walk a little bit. Oh, nope. That's the wrong way. We got to turn around. Oh. Way. I, like, I said, people are probably looking at us and going, what the heck are those girls over there doing? But, you know. Well, I remember it was dangerous at the height of the Pokemon Go. I'm driving through Russellville yeah. in my van, and and people would stop in front of me no. and get out of their cars real quick. And I'm, what are you doing? Yeah, no, you almost caused a traffic jam. Yeah. Geocaching is not like Pokemon. I mean, it's essentially kind of the same thing, but they're not virtual; they're reality. But you're never going to be in harm's way of you know. Although I've done some crazy ones that. Okay, are there some on side of cliffs or? Uh huh. Yep. We were in. Um, <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Very calmly, very yep. casually. We uh, were in Cabo, Mexico, and they're and they have different levels and difficulties. You know, graph that you know. And this was like a five difficulty one. So out of like five. Okay, five out of five. Right. So, You're climbing uh, Mount Everest here. Right. So I knew it was probably up on you know a cliff, but um, we were staying at a resort down the beach. We were like a mile from it. It was July. It was hotter than heck, you know, but yeah. me and my husband, I, we said, well, okay, we're going to walk down the beach and go get this geocache. I said, sure. okay, great. So we get about three quarters of the mile. I'm like three, 400, well, maybe 500 feet from it. There's huge boulder rocks that you can't, you know, go through. And there's some nice little Spanish guys to help you walk over the boulders. And I started, but I'm scared to death of heights. Yeah. And so... I said, no, this isn't for me. They're covered in sand. They were slippery. And so I was like, no. So then we get back down, walk all the way back down the beach, walk around by the marina. Okay. Get to the other side. Well, the tide's up. You can't walk down the beach that way. Oh, heartbreak. So you have to rent a boat. From the same uh, little Spanish guys? No, no. Or or their cousins on the other side. Their cousins on the other side. (laughs) That are trying to get get your cash over there. Exactly. (laughs) So we hop in this little rickety little boat that scared the crud out of me. Anyway, Uh 
We, so scared of heights and scared of little yes, rickety boats. Yes. And so we're going out in the, I don't know what that water is right there by Cabo, but we go around the big curve where you can see the El Arco, you know, the big rock. That, no, I don't. Tell me what the El Arco is. You know, the, you've probably seen The Goonies? That. No. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, okay. The big, it's like a big rock formation, but it's like hollowed out in the center. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like the one from the Goonies. Okay. Well, yeah. it's been a few years since I've watched Goonies. Okay. But, Anyway, so we're going around there. There's this little lover's beach sure. that is like this little bitty area that you can pull your boat up, but the tide is so strong, like the waves were. So you have to yeah. roll up there really fast. There's guys on the beach that will lift you out of the boat and put you on the beach and you give them five bucks, you know? Okay. And pesos. Then so the, yeah. <laughs> and then so the, the boat will back out before the tide slams it into the beach again. No. And I was like, oh my God. And that's Lover's Beach. You and Mr. Hardest, they're going, hey, Lover's Beach. No. And I was sitting there going, well, there's people on the beach. So other people have done this besides me and they're alive. So, okay, Okay. we'll we'll try this. So we we get off the boat. The guy literally lifts me out of the boat and puts me on the beach. And I'm Uh not a little girl. Okay. And Uh I was sitting there going, oh, crud. Uh And I'm thinking, how are we going to get back in the boat is what I'm thinking. Right. (laughs) So we get off and I like call my nerves going, okay, you know, we made it to the beach. We got, you know. So great. Okay. So go around the corner and I see the big mountain. Okay. Mountain. We're going for that geocache. Let's get it. And it's like rocks and sticks and just, Uh. you know, prickly bushes looking and just, you know, not a fun looking walk up. But anyway, it's hot as heck. You're, you know, dripping sweat. So we climb, you start climbing up the mountain, you know, and my husband goes first because he's a nice guy and, you know, trying to tell me which path to go, you know. And so finally we get up the hill and I'm like, okay, we're like in 30 feet of it. It's got to be, you know, hidden around here somewhere. And it was a decent sure. sized one. It tells you what size they are. So I oh, know okay. it's not like a little beady thing. It was like a Tupperware container. Okay. Never been happier to see fine Tupperware. Uh-huh. Anyway, so finally I find it under this rock, you know, so I'm filling out my little thing and there was a trackable in there. So I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to take that. So I'll move it to another part of the world, you know. Sure. So then Rick's like yelling at me and he's like, hurry, there's somebody coming, there's somebody coming. Somebody. And and they might be another geocacher, so I didn't want to spoil their fun. So I pile everything back in the geocache. Okay. And I'm putting it under the rock, and we like kind of slide over a little bit so they can't tell where I was in case, you know, I didn't want to spoil their fun. Right. Well, no, some crazy lady just walking over the mountain for the fun of it. And I'm like, lady, you're so crazy. Anyway, uh, so we start going down the mountain. Now, now when you get to the cache yes. and you open everything up, do yeah. you take pictures of it? Or? No, no. I just signed. The, there's a little log book inside. Okay. And so you just sign like I have my my geocaching name is Jim Bama. Okay. Jim Bama. So, so, for, the, so the fun of it is just looking at what. It. I, I, yeah. Find it. Find it. And, Look what some people have left in there. Do you throw uh, always something in there? Not always. I mean, if I have something with me, I will. Um, Like I did take a trackable. And so I had taken one from, you know, I got in Seattle and left it in Cabo and then it'll move on. So that way the owner of that trackable will see where the heck it's been. And, you know, because you can watch a map and see how many miles it's traveled. And then somebody can take that trackable and move it someplace else. Okay. That's part of the game. All right. So I took my trackable or no. I left my trackable. Left your trackable. Put everything back in the Tupperware. Crazy it, lady going over yep, the hill. crazy lady going over the hill. So we start heading down the hill, and it was pretty steep, and I start like sliding on my butt because uh-huh. it was like, you know, and then there was like thorns and stickers in there, and I was like, oh, you nah. know, so finally make it down the bottom of the hill, make it back to the hotel, and all is good. And then I start like emptying out my little backpack that I had or whatever, and I was like, oh, 
I forgot to get my trackable out there. there it had a trackable, and oh. I forgot to take it because I put everything back in there so fast. You put one, you take one. Right, right. Oh, and I forgot no. it, and I was like, no. no. And then, you know, I was like, oh, man. Heartbreak. Yeah. So I lay down to take a nap. Yes. And I wake up probably an hour or so later, yes. and my husband's coming in the hotel room. Oh, no. Uh-huh. And I said, where, where have you been? He's sweaty. Yeah. Where have you been? He'd walk down the beach, climbed over the rocks, back up the mountain to get my trackable. Rick! Yep. So, you're the best. So he was. He, I was like, oh, that was so sweet. <laughs> yeah, it was very sweet. <laughs> Most men would not have done that, I don't think. You're so. setting the bar high, Rick. <laughs> Stop it. The rest so, of us don't have a chance. Yeah. So anyway, we've had some great adventures geocaching, so you'll have to try it sometime. So, oh, yeah, I've already in, I'm intrigued. <laughs> I got to find out more. I got this, uh, was it uh, Cashly app? Yep. That yep. I have to look up. And, yeah. the, and you can go geocaching.com too. And it tells you how to do things. And, yeah, all all right. Now so. the people know how to geocache. Yeah. What other things are you into, um, Mr. Di- uh, Miss Diamond Girl? Uh, well, we like to ride motorcycles. That's I have a trike and then a what, Harley trike. A Har- Harley trike. Okay. Yep. I've seen one. And I know if, all right, I had I got in a motorcycle wreck in 87. Uh-huh. And I... I guess the only times I've been on a motorcycle since then are for uh, radio like promotions at different, like I think Miami Motorsports was the last one. Okay. And I figure the next bike that I ever get, if I ever get one, uh-huh. would be a trike. Definitely. Yeah, I love my trike. I had a Harley Sportster and I rode it to work from Conway to Russellville a couple of times, but on the interstate, you come around those semis and no windshield. Oh, and, yeah. You know, just, you know, it's like no radio. I got my trike as a windshield, a radio, heated oh, yeah. grips, heated seat. I was like, it's like a Cadillac. I'm, oh, you know, yeah. So. But I think we're going to sell our motorcycles this year. No. Yeah. We went to Sturgis last year. I and, wanted to do that forever. And, and so we hauled, I bought a trailer that's out back of the Russellville store. And oh, you're it. not that crazy person that dri- rides no, all the way. <laughs> I am, uh, no. Yeah. I'm not that girl. So <laughs> I barely made it in the truck for two days going up there. So. Come back looking like the, one of those uh, from Mad Max with the uh, goggles, goggles and yeah. all clean on around the eyes, and uh, dirty everywhere else. Bugs everywhere. Ugh. Yeah. No. Okay. I'm, no. So we we took the bikes up to Sturgis and and was that the last goal of biking? For well, no, we just said our age. Um, mm. Harley's are great. Yeah. I mean, we have a Harley T-shirt from every Harley dealer around in the United States. Why wouldn't so, you? Yeah. I said, we'll have to make a, have you seen those where they do quilts out of all your Harley t-shirts? I've, cool I've seen that. Yeah. I have. So we may have to do that. But um, now we've actually talked about getting like a Honda trike. It, the Goldwing, I think yeah. is the, uh, is their yeah. version of it. This portion of the show brought to you by <laughs> Honda Goldwing. <laughs> so love our Harleys, but it's just, mine gets so hot in the summer. You can't hardly ride. Like we'll go to Bikes, Blues and Barbecue up in Fayetteville. Oh yeah. And I mean, I can't even make it down Dixon Street because my oil starts burning. It's just, it gets okay. so stinking hot. So I, I have not made it to Fayetteville and I, I guess I need to go. I know I have. You've never been to Fayetteville? Well, I almost got booked for a wedding, you know, almost. up there, but it, yeah. it just, yeah, I think it was last year. And I think I got called for one in that area this year. So I may get to go okay. see it this year, but I, I've heard it's really fun. Fayetteville is fun. I mean, Dixon street, that's where all the Dixon good, street is the good stuff goes on. The but, strip. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so that's our strip. I, I wondered where in Arkansas our strip was. Cause you know, you got Memphis guys, Beale street. Right. And, and uh, was it Duval and Key West? And what's the one in, 
in uh, Louisiana? Bur- Bourbon, Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street. Yeah. Yeah. So Dixon Street is Dixon our... Dixon Street is the little strip in Fayetteville. And, and you just cruise well, on yeah. bikes, on your track. Yeah. Well, during Bikes, Please, and Barbecue, they only let motorcycles go down the street. Only? Okay. Yeah, they block it off where cars can't go down. So only motorcycles. So there's probably like 100,000 motorcycles. That's a lot. That's a lot of motorcycles. A lot. A, lot of, a lot of nice people on motorcycles and sure. some crazies on motorcycles. So. Okay. And where do you fall in that category? Uh, towards the nice. Oh, I'm that's... always polite and courteous. <laughs> so. so what kind of bike is, is uh, Mr. Rick he riding? He's a Harley He's... Deuce. Oh, okay. I thought maybe he was riding behind you. He has before. Like, hey! He, ha- he has Rick's, no... Rick's in touch with his manliness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can we, handle uh, it. Well, like up in uh, Sturgis, it was like we... Both would go ride our bikes, you know, together or whatever. And you can't communicate. And so sure. one go off one way and one go. And we're like, dude, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, you lost me. <laughs> yeah. So then we eventually just end up riding my motorcycle. And so he'll drive for a while. Then I'll drive for a while because I like driving. I mean, that's, you know, that's what I'm going to miss. But I think it's just time to sell them and, you know. All right. Do, okay. Do some other things. So. so what's in store for the next uh, portion of your life? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, to run my business as well, hopefully, and yeah. you know, try to learn to do better. And you know, it's you know, I love the jewelry business. I said that's you know, we get to be a part of so many people's milestones and absolutely and, and celebrations in their life. You know, For I mean, it sure. starts from you know their confirmations, and you know, the grandma comes in and gets them a little gift or something, and then sweet 16, you know, oh, they yeah. get graduation and engagement rings and oh. you know, anniversaries and birthdays. You know, it's just we're, we're there, we're you know, it's almost like we become part of their family sometimes, you know, for sure. You see people at their happiest times. I know yeah. I DJ weddings, I had one last night, and it yeah. was their happiest time, yeah. And, and they're from Russellville, so perhaps they bought their diamond right Hopefully. there, Leanne. Hopefully. So that's, you know, I'm hoping that the jewelry business will continue to grow and prosper and that we can just learn to be better, you know, better business people and better people in general that, you know, I I always want to learn. I guess I, I love, I, I hated school, but I love sure. learning, you know, oh, I love no, learning no. from people, I guess. And yeah. just talking to you or talking oh, to yeah. whoever, it's just, I think it makes people a better person to to grow. So. Hey, I know I find that I learn on the job so much better than in the school. And yeah. I, I struggled through school myself. Yeah. I barely graduated high school, went to college a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been like through the campus on the tour. That was, you know, for my daughter. I said, that was, I said, it looked fun though. I said, I didn't know. I told, I told Emily, I said, maybe when I like retire, I'll go to college. And she's yeah. like, mom, why would you want to do that? And I'm like, why not? I yeah. said it looks. I mean, because they take you through all the classrooms and all you know, all these labs, and you oh, get to sure. do all these stuff. And I'm like, well, this looks awesome. I had no idea. I thought it was like more high school of, yeah. you know. And I was like, man, I missed out. I said, well, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I went to the University of Miami for lunch, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it, stay in school. It's yep. it's good for you. Supposedly, it, you got better choices. That if you have a college degree, um, yeah, I've struggled. Well, that's, that's what you know. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but you know, use your use your mind, not your back. You know, correct. And that's uh, strong or stupid, right? You're right, you're right. Yeah. So, if you're going to you be know. dumb, you're going to be strong. But you know, I think there's something to say about street smarts too. Right. 
And, and then you were raised as a child from a child to be into the jewelry business for sure. Right. Or to have this, this ethic to where you start businesses and yep. you strive to make them succeed. I said, I've been like an entrepreneur, like my entire life. My mom said that, you know, ever since she said, I think I was maybe three when she got me my first cash register. And she's like, you were all about money. Okay. <laughs> and I said, I mean, we would have a yard sale. And she said, little kids would walk up and she'd say, you would say, how much money do you have? And they'd say, $5. And you would spend every last dime of their $5. Yes, you would. I, I created ways. I said, I mowed yards. Okay, and, yeah, yeah. But I didn't just mow yards. I had to buy my riding lawnmower. Okay, My same. dad made me buy yeah. it and pay $69 a month on my riding lawnmower so that I could earn money to, you know, that's what we were on Facebook, you know, they always have these GoFundMes. And we were all like, yeah, our GoFundMe was go mow a yard, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's good parents it, teaching yeah. you a good work, work so, ethic. So, yeah. From we, the bicycle shop and, and beyond. Yep, yeah, that's, I, uh. my dad used to pay me $2 an hour and that was only when you were working. I had a legal pad. And you right. would have to sign in when you start working and sign out the time. Oh. And then he would add up all your times and that was $2 an hour. So. Work ethic right yes. there. Yep. So, oh. <laughs> Well, you have no choice but to succeed. No, Nowhere to go but up. Oh. Uh, so um, anything else in your life that's kind of fun, kind of interesting? Oh, gosh. Uh, I mean, because the geocaching for sure. <laughs> the, yeah, and now I want to go get a segue. I want to go get a segue and, and cruise across Europe, uh, <laughs> you know, on, on my segue. You could, <laughs> now I'm picturing it, you know, just uh, people on their trains going, what are you doing? Are you? <laughs> yeah. Now, I mean, that's, you know, I, I go a lot, but I'm going to try to be better. In the near future, we we want to build a house, and so we've got to start being. Hey, you start tightening up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, my husband actually had bought some land out in Saltillo. Where's the Saltillo? Just outside of Conway here. Okay, but, I already um, heard of it. Back when he was married before and lived sure. in Little Rock, that was his outside of Little Rock. Well, right now it's just outside of Conway, you know. Yeah. So hopefully in the next year or so, we'll we'll start building a house and go from there, and you know, start thinking about we're on the, you know, we've we've gotten to the top of the hill and i feel like we're you know we're, we're on the home stretch now to retire well, he went so. to the top of that hill twice to go get you a geo <laughs> <laughs> so that was nice yes yes so we're just you know gonna still travel some but maybe not as much on we love mexico though he collects tequila okay so. yeah yeah. Okay, I never heard of people t- collecting tequila. He's a Maybe drinking tequila. Tequila connoisseur. He has probably at least last time we counted over three hundred bottles of like high end tequila. What yeah. of the same brand? No, all <laughs> different. So wherever we go in the world, he goes shopping for tequila. So all right. When we build this house, we're going to have a nice bar in a walkout basement. I believe you are. It's going to be a tequila bar, which he has other stuff too, but that's what he just loves tequila. So he collects tequila and guitars. Drink the worm, don't drink the worm. No worms in these. Yeah. What? No. I always thought that there were worms. No, that's. I've been misinformed. Cheap stuff. Yeah. Now he does like the. The good stuff. All right. Yeah. Top so. shelf. We're yeah. only building top shelves yep. in this bar. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> I, uh, I said, eh. so anyway, he uh, he loves his tequila. So. All right. Well, as we're rounding this out, I guess uh, I, I'm so excited <laughs> that I got to talk to you for sure. <laughs> Miss R- Rachel Hartley Hardister. <laughs> there. I, I don't know why it was so hard to put the, get that out there. 
Everyone has a hard time with my last name. It's like hardest er. Yes. But yes. like when we're in Europe or whatever, they cannot say it. They butcher it so bad. And I'm like, it's not that hard. You say hardest. Yes. Er. Hardest er. er. R-H-H in the house. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, Tell the people how to find you. Oh, well, um, I'm either in Russellville or Conway at Leanne's Fine Jewelry. And Addresses? At Russellville, it's 805 East Parkway Drive. And then Conway is 655 Dave Ward Drive. And we're Telephone? Across, uh, Russellville is 479-967-7833. And Conway is 501-327-3366. Or... Just got a new website, leans.com, for like the fifth time that we've updated. So, leans.com. L E E A N N S.com. So oh, no E out there. Okay. So, L E E A N N S.com. Yep. How did you get that? That sounds like such a common name. That's cool. It's just available. I mean, we had our first website literally 20 some years ago. Yeah. I think that's when I started mine. Uh, yeah. Back in 90, ooh, 99, 98. Yeah, ooh, 98. Yeah, we had. It was I, so full of gifts <laughs> and moving things. It was terrible, <laughs> terrible. It was uh, a lot less back then, but um, yeah. And and I'm just learning Instagram. Okay. I, I, I'm i a little old too. <clears throat> yeah. So I tried to get the young ones to help me and they weren't willing to help me. So I'm learning Instagram on my own. I just paid $100 for some app to like make little Instagram Templates and stuff with pictures and videos. So I probably spent too much on that okay, one. Okay, well, you there, know. I mean, there's only three things that I I use. I use the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram. And a lot of the celebrities, it seems, are just cutting back down to Instagram because yeah. it's all pictures yeah. and a little blurb, right? And it's less invasive, right? And you don't have to read the comments if right. anybody wants to hate on you or right. or troll you. Yeah, it's a picture. Yeah. I'm just looking at pictures, and I'm very visual. Right. So Instagram is the way to go, I think. So I'm I'm trying. I've done it three days in a row now, so that's good. <laughs> hey, and I'll I'll definitely Instagram this. I have a what makes you famous Instagram. Oh well, there you go. And you'll be on there. Awesome. Your your face will be hey. Oh. <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm trying to learn and do better. Snapchat. I downloaded that no. years ago, and I was like, I don't want to take a picture of myself. <laughs> no. And Snapchat, it it. it doesn't last long. Yeah. I, you know, if I'm going to put it out there, I'm going to put it out there. Yeah. I, I did do this, a couple of Snapchats and I went, yeah, this is a waste yeah, of my time. Yeah. My youngest daughter, that's all they do is Snapchat. Of course. Like half their face. I'm like, why would you want to take a picture of half your face? She's like, that's just what you do. And that's I'm like, just what you do. I don't get it. I guess I'm just. It's, I'm it's not for us. Yeah. It's not for us. So. And I'll keep tweeting. And yeah. I'll keep Instagramming, and I'll keep and Facebooking. I I've got a, we have a Twitter, but I, I never do it. I'm not good yep. at Twitter. I'm, I'm better at Facebook. That's tweeting page. to me. It seems like it's the a conversation for the whole world. Like right. you're like you're doing an instant message to everybody right. in the world. And I think it's that's pretty neat. Right. And if you want to tweet somebody in particular, you put the no, little yeah. ad sign. And I had a get friend a that was in Belgium right after you know the Brussels airport was bombed. A couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, he had to go like right after it had happened. And so they had all security was beefed up great. And he couldn't get into the airport without his boarding pass. Well, oh. it, his airline, Canada Air, wouldn't let him print out his boarding pass ahead of time. Sure. They were saying, no, you have to get it at the airport. Well, then they wouldn't let him in the airport without his boarding pass. So he tweeted Canada Air. Right. 
and they wrote him back and got his boarding pass for him. So, I mean, if he hadn't got on Twitter, he, you know, he wasn't going to be able to get in the airport to go home. So, that's that was great. pretty cool. I that mean, is pretty cool. That was pretty dang cool. So, How I would have never just thought. get a hold of people. Yeah. I would have never thought about tweeting a company to, you know, get a hold of somebody. I mean, because they're, you know, seven hours ahead. You know, it was middle of the night here, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, he's like, that. he was blown away too. And I was like, oh, that's pretty smart thinking that. Well, some of these companies companies have figured it out. I, I've I've seen Wendy's tweet some crazy funny things, yeah. and they'll tweet it at KFC, and they'll, <laughs> they'll uh, oh, it's just some of that stuff is hilarious. Right. I mean, if you really want to be entertained, but uh, but no, yeah, I, I, I've I've gotten a hold of people on Twitter All right. that oh, I don't have their phone number, right? But no, let me tweet true. at them. Yeah, let me no, tweet at true. them, so, and they tweet at me, and now I have their phone number, and yeah. we chit chat. Technology, I mean. You know, who who knew 20 years ago even that we would have the things that we do at our disposal that I said it's so funny because I used to be sitting at the jewelry store back when we first opened in 95. Right. And I'd be like, gosh, we've got, you know, some great new stuff in. I wish there was a way that I could tell people about it. You right. Know? And I mean, radio was what we would do. Sure enough. Or I would um, laminate posters and we'd have a little sandwich board that I'd right. make to put out front. That was our Facebook. That's it. <laughs> you know? yeah. And I said, but I can remember sitting in a com- at our computer going, I wish there was some way to do this. And then, you know, oh, well, so. Yeah. And you weren't the only one thinking that. No, no. Somebody else said, I wish there was yep, some way. And yep. then they came up with that way. Yeah. Where way, was I? Way richer than I am, huh? Hey, so. no worries. <laughs> I'm happy to utilize it. I, I mean, Facebook yeah. all the time. I, all the places that I go and yeah, and, I've been following and, you on Facebook. I love your posts because nah. I mean, you're always like full of life, and that's what you know. I wanted to come hang out with you for a little bit. I have a lot of fun. You do, you, know, you do. So. I, I know I got a Joe job, and and this is my man. So I've been DJing forever. Oh, just five years. Oh, really? Yeah, I figured yeah. you were gonna say like twenty years or no, something. No, no, no. I mean, D- DJing is my thing, man. Okay. I, I have so much fun doing that, and and radio and and. This podcast right. has just came up, up another way for me to get to know people and find out more right. about things. I, I have a thirst for knowledge as well, and I wasn't so good at school, and I'm probably still not going to be good at school if I ever went back. <laughs> right. But I definitely learned from you, and right. I, I learned from people like you, and that's wonderful. You feel good? I feel good. Anything you want to leave with the people? Um. Everyone be nice to everybody and stay in the right-hand lane. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank okay, you. We drive a lot. <laughs> I Thank pass you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Thank you, Rachel Hartley Hardister. Well, thank you I appreciate for having it. me. Thank you so much. And that's it. All right. What makes Peace you famous? Out. All right. Well, all right, party people. That's a little bit more about Rachel Hartley Hardister of Leanne's Fine Jewelry in Conway, Arkansas and Russellville, Arkansas. I didn't know anything about geocaching or the fact that she geocaches all over the world. That's pretty cool. Finding little items that other people have put out and leaving little items of your own in various parts of the world. Geocaching. And she's a Harley Davidson rider, at least for a little while longer. That's it for What Makes You Famous. Thank you so much to the Faulkner County Library for letting me use John's office. And I guess thank you to John. I don't know if he's ever going to listen to this podcast, but John, thanks for letting me use your office at the Faulkner County Library. It's open on Sundays. A lot of people don't know that. From one to five, get over to the library, read a book, find out something, put some knowledge in your head. It's Keys Dan, RadioWhat.com.
DJLittleRock.com. That's it for what makes you famous. If you want to be a part of it, 501-470-6386 or email info at RadioWhat.com. Keys Dan. Peace. I'm out of here. Radio What, the music you want. Hey guys, this is Shelly G with a fast fact. Bill Hanna and Joe Barbera created the cartoon Tom and Jerry in 1939. Do you have a fast fact? Share it with us at Interactive Radio, RadioWhat.com. This is Keys Dan. And this is Shelly G. And you're listening to RadioWhat.com. Radio What.